Welcome, everybody, to another Slab Stocks podcast. This is Nate, along with Aaron. What up? And this week, hey, and this week we'll be recapping week one of the NFL season. Oh, yeah. So, Aaron, so Aaron my thoughts for this week will going to be, we're just going to cover a news and notes real quickly, uh, just to give the people uh, some interesting tidbits on what happened, maybe some in- relevant fantasy news. And then we're going to be covering three good quarterbacks for this week, quarterback play. Um, and their card prices and how they uh, their prices were adjusted based on their play, and then three bad quarterbacks this week and how their prices were affected. I like it. I like it. Can I interrupt quick for some breaking news? Breaking news, huh? Okay. Yeah, Demarius Thomas traded from the Patriots to the Jets for a 2021 six-round pick. So it sounds no like bu- they're opening up a spot for A.B. this week. No bueno. I have Jamison Crowder on my fantasy team, and I want him to continue getting 14 catch weeks. <laughs> uh, greedy Nate, as always. <laughs> yep. Um, ooh, phone going off in the background. Um, so we'll start with the news and notes. I've just got a list here of various things that we saw throughout uh, Sunday and Monday. Some interesting tidbits here. Starting with wide receivers, the stinking Patriots, like you just said about Antonio Brown, looked amazing, and they didn't even have him, the best wide receiver in the NFL. That is going to be frustrating all year long. Uh, yeah, I like stopped watching it at half because it's 17-0, to and literally the Steelers didn't do a single thing the rest of the game other than kick yeah. a field goal. <laughs> Patriots always have a good defense. Always have a good offense. It's so frustrating. Yeah. So that will be interesting to see what Antonio Brown does with them. Should not be fun for the rest of the league. Um, Interesting note for you and me and other Packer fans is that Randall Cobb got out of Mike McCarthy's archaic offensive scheme that we all grew to hate. Yeah. You know, back when Cobb over the last couple of years, he's been so disappointing, mostly because the offense was just disappointing. Like everyone was disappointing other than Devontae Adams. But yep. he, he definitely had a pretty good game over there with uh, Dallas. Yeah, four catches for 69 yards and a touchdown. Amazing what uh, can happen when you uh, get out of a bad offensive scheme. Yep. Um, staying with Dallas, Michael Gallup, who is on my fantasy team and I drafted last year, uh, looked real good. Seven catches for 158 yards. Love to see it. Yeah, my buddy loves Michael Gallup. So I was given – I wasn't giving him a hard time. I was being like hyping him up, you know, because – he is going off. Mm-hmm. I, I Last year, I was trying to choose between Anthony Miller on the Bears and Michael Gallup for our Dynasty League. Chose Michael Gallup, and then Anthony Miller had the better year, and I was pretty disappointed. But I don't think Anthony Miller's having a seven-catch, 158-yard game anytime soon. Well, after Especially week, with Mitchell Trubisky with, as his quarterback. <laughs> I was going to say, after week one, I'd be much more confident with the quarterback play from Michael Gallup's side, too. Yep. Speaking of confident quarterback play, Patrick Mahomes to Sammy Watkins should be amazing. He had nine receptions on 11 targets for 198 yards and three touchdowns. That's insane. That's Ridiculous. insane. He's Sammy on my, Watkins is – yeah, he's on your bench, right? Yeah, he's, he's on, on, my, on my dynasty team bench. <laughs> yeah. He's one of those guys that never really got it going. in Bills, right? Yep. And all of a sudden, he gets a good quarterback, and you can see what he can do. Oh, yeah. He's a top five pick also. Yeah. Um, 
under under tight ends. I covered Jameis. I had Jameis Crowder on here. We covered him earlier. He had 14 receptions, which is a, a bonkers number. Ridiculous. Great he's a DBR. Bro, he's a wide receiver. No, no, no. I know. I was I was saying oh. I have I had him in my wide receiver section, but uh, since I already talked about him, um, oh, yeah. uh, for tight ends, T.J. Hawkinson, the top drafted tight end this year, that went in the first round of the Lions. Looked really good. He had 131 yards and a touchdown. And then Mark Andrews, who was, some of you may remember, was the second tight end drafted last year by the Ravens. They drafted Hayden Hurst in the first round, I believe, and then took Mark Andrews in, like, the fourth round. Could be wrong on that. Um, And he had eight catches for 108 yards. Obviously, everyone on the Ravens offense had a big day, and that Dolphins team is absolutely terrible. Through all my um, fantasy drafts this year, I saw Mark Andrews' name because I'd always wait to draft a tight end. Literally had no idea who he was. And of course, he had a good week for week one. I mean, hopefully he does well the rest of the season for whoever drafted him. I told um, a buddy of mine last year to pick him up in his dynasty league. I wonder if he still has him. <laughs> should be interesting. I better, I better find out because it, it he'd waited to the end and he didn't have any tight ends. Right. I was like, well, Mark Andrews is a good receiving option. Right. Not, not a blocker or anything, but mm-hmm. um, moving on to running backs. Uh, did you see Christian McCaffrey's day? I did. I did. Cause I do have him in dynasty also. And he went oh. off. He's so good. Yes, it was. I mean, he was amazing last year, but this game on Sunday, 10 catches for 81 yards, 19 rushes for 128 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, that's wild. It's ridiculous. Like, he, he almost got 30, 30 touches. I was gonna say, yeah, uh, twenty nine touches for over two or yeah, over two hundred yards. Two hundred nine yards. A touchdown. That's crazy. Um, Marlon Mack, who you know I love because he's on my dynasty team. Yeah. For any of you listening, and if you want to be blown away, in the same draft, I drafted Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt, Alvin Kamara, Marlon Mack and got Chris Carson as a free agent, along with Cooper Cup as a free agent in the same year. That, that's, that's really good, but let's keep in mind he had to trade Zeke away to do that. Well, yeah. While, while you know, it's worth it for all the pieces you got back. You'd... Also, I got J.H.I., who is now useless because he's not on the team. Yeah. So, I mean, it worked out because once Kamara and, you know, became the RB1, and Ob- like, did you see him last night? Do you see really good. the balance that he has? It's insane. Yeah, he's really good. <laughs> it's crazy. Really good. So, yeah, Marlon Mack, 25 rushes, 174 yards, and a touchdown. He had 66 more yards than the next closest uh, running back, which was uh, Christian McCaffrey. Wow. So, great game by him. Josh Jacobs, uh, who was the number one drafted running back in this year's draft, uh, ran for – 20, 23 rushes for 85 yards and two touchdowns and had one catch for 28 yards, over 100 yards and two touchdowns in the year. NFL I, debut. I'd like to point out really quickly that you botched the math on the Marlon Mack to Christian McCaffrey uh, rushing yards. It was actually 46 yards, not 66 yards. I don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> you said that Mack had more yards than McCaffrey by 66. It's 46. I'm sure I said 46. <laughs> Oh, what a um, and then a little, uh, maybe a little Derrick Henry. Uh, is he better than Zeke? Action. 
Who's Ooh. to say? Uh, hot take here. The dude had 19 rushes for 84 yards and a touchdown, two catches for 75 yards and a touchdown. Pretty good. I mean, if he breaks off a good. he breaks off a 75-yard touchdown every week, then yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But he was really good at the end of last year. So. Oh, yeah. No, I, I mean, I'm a big fan of Derrick Henry. I The year that you got Zeke in Dynasty, yeah, you I drafted Derrick Henry. Derrick, Hen- Derrick Henry pick two. Yeah. Now so, it's finally paying off. Exactly. So I'm, I'm not bummed about that anymore. Yep. And then uh, I figured we finished off with news and notes with a little special teams love. Oh, yeah. J.K. Scott, close to our hearts here in Packerland, Ooh. was absolutely unbelievable. Nine punts on the – oh, excuse me. Nine punts on the day, landed five inside the 20, averaged 47.6 yards, which was good for seventh in the, in the NFL. Uh, obviously only week one, but really good day. I mean, five inside the 20 is incredible. And then for anybody that didn't see it, Will Lutz hit a 58-yarder to send the Saints home happy. Uh, got them a last-second win. 58 yards as the time was expiring. It was incredible. Had missed one from 56 earlier, but went 3-4 on the day with, I think, two extra points made. Yep. So yep. spectacular oh. game by him. It was a it, the, that game in general was wild. Like that was such an exciting finish to that oh, game. Oh yeah. With I mean, there was like there, there was like a minute left, and Watson just got him down the field, and then with like forty seconds left, just threw a strike while getting flattened. Yeah. Uh, to Kenny Stills for the touchdown. Yeah. And then and then Kai Fairburn misses the extra point, but gets run into, so they get a second try at it. Yeah. It it was and, just the wildest finish. Yeah, and then he makes the extra point to go up 28-27. And they left Drew Brees 37 seconds with one timeout for All right, the length I, of the field. Oh. I got a, got a quick thing on that. The clock management there was pretty poor. I mean, they're lucky that Will Lutz had the leg and more than that, obviously, to hit that thing. Yeah, Will Lutz would have hit that from like yeah. 65. Yeah, but come on. The clock management for the Saints down the stretch was so bad. Like, between not calling the timeout and the second down that they have, I can't remember it perfectly. Oh, yeah, when they tried to get all the way down the field and, and clock the ball. Yeah. like and, with, and then only had six seconds left or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and they yeah, neither, of, neither of those throws were to the outside. And, I mean, no. whatever. But also, before we get into this card part of this podcast, I got to rage really quick. I was winning fantasy. That DeAndre Hopkins catch in overtime made me lose by, like, a couple points. Wait, which one? The Dynasty League one? No, this was in my buddy, in my high school buddies. We were in a money league. And I, I scored 130-some points this week and literally lost because I played Baker instead of Kyler. And then, Whoa. I mean, I would have won, but Hopkins had that massive catch at the very end. I think your big issue is that your two quarterbacks are Baker and Kyler. Okay, come on. It's, Baker was like a top-five fantasy quarterback going into the year. So many people have picked him top-five. If everyone no, rule number one, if everyone is going after a guy because he's a hot name, he's no longer a bargain or probably a good choice. See, but you but you understand why it took him. It wasn't because you know, I would have taken Wentz before him for actual fantasy football winning purposes. I just can't pass on Baker. He's my favorite player. Shame. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Baker because he loves Yelich. <laughs> Still. Running out Baker and Kyler Murray as your two quarterbacks is a big risk. <laughs> Says the one that used to run out Ben Roethlisberger and Jameis Winston. And it worked because Big Ben was always good. 
it was there's no way he was good that year that you had him. That was like a year ago, or maybe that's two years ago. Yeah, also, could, this year, this year, I that Kyle Rudolph for Dak is looking real nice, especially because I have George Kittle and Delaney Walker. Oh, that's fair. That's fair enough, but I don't even need Dak or Kyle Rudolph. I have Deshaun Watson. Truth. Yeah. All right, uh, but we've 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 digressed from oh, our yes. actual our actual podcast and yes. just talking about our fantasy teams. <laughs> so let's get back on track here. Oh yeah. Um, to our main section of the podcast, we're gonna go over. We're gonna start with the three good quarterbacks this week, randomly chosen. Um, randomly. Obviously, well, you're all gonna know who. Not randomly, but you know, I didn't go like by QBR or anything. Oh, I um, got you. Everyone's going to know who's going to be number one on this list. And then the next two, well, number two might be interesting. Number three is probably not a surprise. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, so number one on the played really well this week list, Lamar Jackson. Um, first round pick. I have their rankings in, or their draft picks in here just so people can be like, oh, man, so many of these bad quarterbacks got picked in the first round. And a lot of these good quarterbacks were not. Uh, so Lamar Jackson, first round pick, obviously one of like the last first round pick of the 2018 draft. Went 17 for 20 with 324 yards, five touchdowns, a 158.3 uh, quarterback rating, and a QBR of 99.4. Uh, both of those are almost perfect, or 158.3 is perfect. I'm pretty yep. sure QBR goes to 100. Yep. So his QBR is like as close to perfect as you can get. It's wild. Um. Obviously, he played the Dolphins. Not a great team. Actively, nope. ta- actively tanking. Yep. <laughs> so I don't know how much you can get out of this. Hey, here's here's my thoughts. I see a lot of people on Instagram, on Twitter, and this happens with a lot of a lot of players that are playing bad teams around the week one and week two. So people don't overreact. They're like, "Well, they played the Dolphins." Well, if you told me before the season that you would not have been excited if Lamar Jackson opened the year 17 for 20, 324 passing yards, five passing touchdowns. Don't oh, tell no, me. I'm very I'm excited. Not, oh, I'm not talking about you. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, there's, there's performing really well. You weren't expecting like Lamar Jackson did and then performing really well, like you weren't expecting, but against quite possibly like the worst team in the NFL. Oh, I totally agree. The Dolphins. I totally agree. It just grinds my gears when people get mad that they played a bad team and their player played well. They should get praise for playing well. I mean, yeah. especially when people didn't even want Lamar Jackson to play quarterback out of college. Yep. And now I think the Ravens are going to make them all look foolish. Oh, yeah. And they already, you know, they were the ones that stood by him and started him and then traded away Joe Flacco. Yep. So they knew what they were doing. That's a, that's a ballsy move, trading away your – quarterback that won you a Super Bowl yeah yeah it is we had a we had an Instagram post about his prices the other day but just to recap uh, on September 7th the day before the uh, his opening game his prison base rookies were eight dollars shipped um, and on September 9th the day after week one his base prisms uh, were 16 it's 16.75 17 bucks shipped um, so more than double, just slightly more than double uh, price increase there, which is substantial. Yeah. After one week. One week. One also, week and you doubled your price, your money. Congrats to the people that bought my Lamar Jackson's out of my 
50% off bin at the national. I had two base prism rookies in there and they were at $4 and 50%, 50% off went to $2. So uh, I hope that you are either. So taking yeah, they profit. tend, they like eight times their money. Oh, then you, you know, if you really want to submit to PSA and wait two years, then you, you know, then you're doing better. Um, yeah. But so I ran a poll actually on Instagram during the middle of the game uh, for Lamar Jackson's prison based rookies. And I, I, the most recent one that sold at that moment during the game was $13 on buy it now. And I asked people, where will these be selling at during the middle of the week? And three fourths of the people said over $25. So today's Tuesday, you know, I guess middle of the week compared to Sunday might be around Thursday. Well, Wednesday, I suppose. I don't know. Whatever it is, I'm not thinking with math right now. Either way, I wonder if these will be trending towards 25 once week two comes around and maybe more people are hyping up his performance because who does he play this week? Is it the Cardinals? I think it's the Cardinals. Is it really the Cardinals? I mean, if that's it's – That's a cakewalk. Yeah, you, you got to think that he could have not – I mean, I'm not saying he's going to do the same exact thing, but maybe a little bit of a repeat success. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll see if he runs more. He only had three rushes for six yards. Yeah. Oh, he's playing the Cardinals. Nice. I mean, I'm super intrigued by his rushing ability. So, I mean, obviously I want him to stay healthy first, but that could be something It's you know, he throws on 50 rushing yards and a touchdown. That could be huge. Well, yeah, it's definitely going to be something. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to just disappear. Oh, no, I agree. I agree. Um, so Lamar Jackson, obviously stud. Moving on to number two. I've got Gardner Minshew the second. Oh yeah, sixth round pick out of this year's draft uh, by the Jaguars, out of uh, where is he from? Washington State. No, he's I from believe. Houston, I think. Washington State. Um, not Houston. Chalk that one up, Nathan. Uh, I, I looked at a picture of his jersey and uniform. And it looked like it was red and white, which it was. So I just thought Houston. So Washington State and. He only came into the game because Nick Foles, unfortunately, went down with a broken clavicle and looks like he's going to be out like the entire season. As I say, I'm very bummed for Nick Foles. Finally Which, gets the chance to start, and yeah. it's so, so disappointing. But at least that Minshew is but, taking advantage. You know what's not disappointing? Making $22 million, which is what he's getting because he signed a four-year $88 million deal. True. So I'm sure if there's ever a time to – Endure an entry like this, it's when you're getting paid 22 million bucks. Yep, that's very um, true. Yep. So Gardner Minshew, on the other hand, not Nick Foles, went 22 for 25 for 275 yards, two touchdowns, through one pick, had a 122.5 passer rating and a 76.8 QBR, which are all really, really good marks. And especially considering he was a six round pick. That definitely was not expecting to get into a game in his in his first game in the NFL, no. and just really goes to show you how terrible Blake Bortles was. Oh, so bad. He was so, so bad. bad. Remember when Love they me extended some, him? Yeah, let me some Blake Bortles, but he's not good. <laughs> uh, so Gardner Minshew obviously doesn't have any prism out right now. <laughs> Um, but he does have contenders uh, autos. And so I took his contenders college ticket. He had a contenders college ticket auto out of 15. That is a 1-5. Sell for $28 on August 4th. Dang. 
that's like that's dirt little dirt considering those are like their only good autographs out there right now i guess you yeah. can say origins but you know whatever yeah out of 15 for 28 bucks yeah it's like two dollars for every uh you know and hey card, I, card made type of thing i would like i would venture to guess that 90 percent chance that that person that bought that card was a washington state fan that just like been shoe from college yeah or a jaguars fan that was enjoying the preseason or something i mean that's even yeah but yeah. crazy um now his contenders college ticket out of 99 not 15 99 sold yesterday for $84.50 shipped. These are both auctions. Like every every price, I should have said that before, every price I say in here is an auction and has the shipping price added in. So none of them are like a random buy it now that might uh, sway the, the price here. That's uh, wild. So out of 99, 84 bucks, one month after an out of 15 went for 28. That's That's incredible. I'm trying to do some quick math here. To figure out what this what, price, what the out of fifteen would be for, for? yeah, and I, I, I have it here, I have it. What, what, what was the date of the uh... August fourth? August fourth. Oh my, that's a long time ago. It's only a month. Ooh. So, well, I mean, long time ago in comparison to when the product came out. Literally, this out of five. Will be worth seven hundred and fifty dollars if it increased at the same rate as the out of ninety nine. Oh my! Sorry, out of fifteen. I meant out of fifteen. Seven hundred and fifty bucks. Now it's likely it did not. Right. Still incredible. You know, I don't expect it to go for seven hundred and fifty, but just some quick math application. Yep. Basically, what you're saying is that card they got for twenty eight is probably a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, there's one that just got listed today at 300 best offer. It's probably a couple hundred dollar card right now. Yeah, I mean, that's, still a huge increase. That's huge, huge profit for a month. Yeah, holding uh, for spending spending what amounts to three trips to Culver's, you get 200 extra bucks in your pocket type of thing. Yeah. And then moving on to number three, I've got Dak Prescott expected to sign a contract extension this week. Um, another big sign of doesn't matter where the guys drafted, you know, Gardner was drafted in the sixth round. Dak was drafted in the fourth round a couple of years ago. Like all of you probably know, um, compared to all these first rounders in the bad category, uh, Dak went 25 for 32 for 405 yards, four touchdowns. Him like Lamar Jackson had a perfect passer rating of 158.3 or ratting as I wrote on my notes. And uh, 96.9 QBR, which is also almost perfect. Only 3.1 away. So uh, absolutely spectacular game. He did all this without having Zeke really do anything, um, which is very interesting. Uh, you know, Dallas was always a run-heavy offense. And yesterday, Dak probably had, like, the best game of his NFL career. Yeah. He went, uh, he went off. Yeah, 405 and four touchdowns. Obviously, um, the Giants the Giants and the Dolphins, both the teams that these two played, are not exactly shining exa- examples of solid teams. So it's not like it's super, super impressive. 
but yeah. I'll still take 405 yards, four touchdowns, and a 158.3 rating every day of the week. Yep. And um, if I was an investor and I bought it around five dollars, these were probably around during the middle of the summer. I'd feel pretty good about selling today at 24. Yep. Oh, that's another thing I didn't say about Gardner Minshew is that he played the Chiefs, which is a much better team yes. than the Dolphins or the Giants. So that's even more impressive considering yep. it's his first game against a uh, Super Bowl contender. But, yeah, Dak, back to his prices. You could have got a prism-based rookie on September 6th for 10 bucks. The last prism-based rookie to sell on auction – September eighth, which is the day of the game, sold for twenty four fifty. Love it. Which Love it. I think it sold. I'm pretty sure it sold at like eight o'clock or something, which should have been after that game. Yeah, it was probably after. Um, but that's a big increase. Some of these guys obviously didn't have a ton of cards to choose from. Sometimes I only had like one price. So we'll see if we'll see if this twenty four fifty is uh, legit and an anomaly or not. But excited excited to see what Dak can do before we get into the bad really quick i'd like to just throw about throw out throw out a couple different good performances from the day that i saw carson wentz yep carson wentz i had to say it i couldn't keep it in any longer and as much as i hate to say it freaking tom brady had an incredible game statistical wise uh, we try not to bring tom brady up <laughs> i know i'm just saying i had to say it but Wentz, I was very excited about that comeback. I knew it was going to be cooking once they were down. I knew he was coming back. That was sweet. And also, Deshaun Jackson, super exciting back in Philadelphia. Also, Deshaun Watson. Also, Deshaun Watson looked Good awesome game. last night. Very true. Just got down by Will Lutz. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, a number of, number of good performers on the week. There was also a shocking number of bad performers. Very true. And to start off with our number one bad performer, really our number one bad performer in my bonus section should be Jameis Winston, who went 20 for 36 with 194 yards, a touchdown, three interceptions, two fumbles. He recovered one of them. A 45.4 passer rating and a anemic 7.3 QBR. So bad. 7.3 7.3 QBR is like the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. So bad. So bad. <laughs> Just, and I, and he played the 49ers, which are n- not exactly a spectacular team. You want to hear the saddest thing about this all? Is that I was like, oh, 49ers are bad. Let me start him in fantasy. That was a mistake. <laughs> I I knew so much better than to even have him on my team, but I was like, hey, you know, I guess some people are high and him might as well try it out. Well, it was a terrible idea. Yeah, he's still chilling on my dynasty team, and he's definitely getting released. Yeah, come he, Wednesday, along with Jimmy Garoppolo. I have four quarterbacks. I don't need four quarterbacks. As I said, Jimmy G brutal also. Yeah. So Jameis takes the crown for Week One's worst performance. Uh four turnovers and a potential fifth turnover with only one touchdown while barely passing above 50% and throwing under 200 yards is an all around terrible day. Yep. Um, but getting into our actual list of three bad, 
uh, weeks. And it's going to be pretty disappointing for a lot of people that spent a lot of money. And number one is my hot take from our uh, last podcast, Mitchell Trubisky, who, as many of you know, was a first round pick by the traded uh, the Bears traded up to get him. Instead of instead of taking uh, what was Solomon something Solomon yeah. the Forty ers took yeah um I can't remember his name can't, uh, but defensive tackle traded up from third to second to take Trubisky and Trubisky rewarded them yeah uh, against their division rival Packers in game one of the year with the entire NFL watching with a twenty six for forty five uh, uh, completion to attempt. 228 yards, one interception, zero touchdowns, 62.1 rating, and a 16.2 QBR. You know, I like to point out how bad your hot take was last week. Oh, it was, it was bad. so bad. It was bad. So bad. It was a bad hot take. But it also was a hot take. I announced it beforehand that it was a hot take. Yeah. Literally was the worst call I've ever seen in my life. Says the kid that bought a billion Orlando Arcia cards. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, but yes, now maybe the Packers defense is amazing before the year. I thought they were probably going to be like a middle of the pack defense. They took out a lot of their weak spots and supplemented it with a lot of, uh, a lot of free agent dollars on the defensive, um, like outside linebacker defensive line pass rush area. They grabbed Adrian Amos as a safety. They drafted, uh, uh, Rashawn Gary, at, you know, for pass rush and Darnell Savage. Darnell Savage in the first round for, for another safety. So the Packers did a ton to up their defense. So mm-hmm. maybe they're just really, really good, and Mitchell Jabuski won't look this bad again until he plays like a really good defense like the Vikings or something. Well, not going to lie. I wouldn't even mind if he played this bad the whole year. Not at all. Neither way. I. I hope he does. <laughs> yeah, same. As a Packer fan. Yep. Um, so he was terrible, and but shockingly, his base prism, I took an auction on September 1st. Uh, Mitchell Jabuski's prices were really weird, so maybe you guys should all look this up for yourself because it's very, just very kind of <coughs> strange here. Um, but he went from $21 on September 1st to the last one selling for $25.50 on September 9th. I can confirm so, that still happened, which so was maybe, after, that was after maybe, Sunday, which is like yeah. many days after. Maybe my hot take. So this was a sale on Monday, and the game was on Thursday. So maybe my hot take wasn't that bad, because you could have still made money despite him being absolutely yeah. horrible. I need an explanation from whoever's buying those cards on why there was another one that sold on buying our best offer for twenty four. Someone tell me who is doing this and why. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't get it, but doesn't make any sense. Maybe they're like, well, he literally can't get any worse, so uh, it can only go up from here. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, mean, I guess. <laughs> uh, <coughs> that makes no sense. Number two, moving on. Number two, we've got Baker Mayfield, a very hot name going into the year, along with the Browns being a very hot name. Oh yeah, and. Well, A, the Browns just pooped the bed. Oh, Losing 40, 43 to 13 to the, to the Titans. They did so bad, dude. I watched, kidding me? I watched them in that game, and they just did nothing. 
and Corey Davis did nothing on the Titans. Yeah, what's he, up with that? You thought he'd even play? He was just—he was terrible. I saw him out there too. Ugh. And I only bring that up because he's on my fantasy team. Frustrating. <laughs> um, but Baker Mayfield went twenty-five for thirty-eight for two hundred eighty-five yards, one touchdown, three interceptions, sixty-four uh, passer rating, sixty-four point oh passer rating. And a 24.8 QBR, pretty, pretty disappointing showing for a guy that was a super hot name coming into the season. And a guy that, as of last month, had um, PSA, uh, prism-based PSA 10s going for around 140 to $150. Oh, yeah, I'm so disappointed right now. I mean, it's week one, though. Come on, like, there's a lot that can happen, obviously. But, yeah, yeah. Instant reaction since we're talking about week one. I am bumped. Very bumped. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. It was not a good showing. And along with not his not good showing is his not good price movement. Um, on September 3rd, you could have gotten a, ba- a prism base rookie PSA 10 for 115 bucks or one sold for 115 bucks on September 3rd. On September 8th, the day of uh, the Browns game, one sold for 129 bucks. Only one has sold since uh, Sunday, and that went on auction on yesterday for 91 dollars. That is a 38 dollar drop between the last that one and the last one that was sold on eBay. And again, this includes the shipping price in with it. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. That's not good at all. So, so 40, 41% drop in value. Yeah. No point. That's rough. Nope. No point. No point. But, 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 but I don't know who he's playing next week, but you get one good week. I mean, come on. He played the Titans. I get it. I get it. But you get one good week. And then who knows? He played the Titans. He plays the Jets next week. Both of those were very hapless teams coming into the season. Yeah, I guess so. Well, let's just hope he dominates the Jets, goes like 400 yards, five touchdowns, and they go up to 200. <laughs> that That's a very big stretch. I like it. And then number three. Speaking of the Jets. On the list, speaking of the Jets, we've got old Sammy D. Sam Darnold was a very hot name very hot name for exactly zero reasons some like to say in fuego but yes for zero reasons you are correct sir didn't play a single game looked okay at times last year looked not okay at times last year but hadn't played a (laughs) single game and his base psa 10s went all the way up to a hundred dollars and it was because all of those Jets fans were drinking the Jets Kool-Aid, thinking, oh, man, Sam Darnold, he's going to be different. And I know it's only one game. I'm just trying to point out that how stupid people were. Jeez. I am being dead. I, I know it's, I, it, it's, it's blunt, but you're going to go up to 100 bucks on a PSA 10 for a dude that hasn't done anything yet in year two? Over the summer, just because people start talking about him, you're going to start spending all that money. 
See, Watson got talked about and went up in price too, but at least I can reason. At least, yeah, at I can least reason has, for him. Uh, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, well, Fuller. How about a couple seasons Duke, under his belt of Duke good Johnson seasons? Jr. Like and 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 good seasons under his belt. Yeah. Not even just a couple seasons, just good seasons in general. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I got a lot of I got a lot of takes on that. It makes me grumpy. <laughs> Um, but anyways, uh, on to Sam Darnold's stats. He went 28 for 41 for 175 yards, one touchdown, one fumble, an 84.9 rating, and a 26.6 QBR. He threw it 28 times. 41 times. I mean, he threw it 48 times, 41 times. He only completed 28 passes. 14 of those passes were to Jamison Crowder. And he only he completed twenty eight passes and only had one hundred seventy five yards. Wait, don't say he only completed twenty eight passes. That's like a seventy. No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, the yards. I get the yards. The yards is real bad. Oh, I get it. I get it. But the way you worded it it made it seem twenty eight for forty one is bad. That's actually the best part of his entire day. Was a fact. I mean, obviously, if they're all like five yards, then we gotta rethink it. But I'm just saying. Now, he doesn't have any weapons on his team. Le'Veon Bell, Jamison Crowder, Robbie Anderson is fine. Is good. Uh, I question how good Le'Veon Bell is compared to how good it was because the Steelers' offensive line was really good for a number of years. As we saw with uh, James Conner last year, he just came in and dominated. Bell had um, a pretty good game. I know. I'm just, I'm just saying sometimes you wonder if somebody's a – he, he still has to be good. I get it. I get it. You know, but <laughs> how good will he be? And then Robbie Anderson and Jamison Crowder are nice wide receivers, but not really guys you want to be your number one. Right. Especially because, at least in my mind, uh, Robbie Anderson is kind of just a downfield threat. Yeah. Super fast. I would yeah. like him on the Packers. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, and on to Sam Darnold's prices on september 7th which was the day before his game you could have gotten a prism based rookie for twenty dollars and fifty cents with shipping on september 7th rounded up to 21 if you'd like and the day after his game on september 9th those same prism based cards were down to fifteen dollars with shipping they're going for like 11 to 12 right now do you free shipping do you know what i don't want to see well what what I mean, depends who you are. What what will happen if the Jets get blown up by the Browns and Darnold plays poorly in week two? Those things are gonna be five bucks. Would love to see would love to see what those PS ten PSA tens are gonna be at. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Also, quick shout out for a bad performance. More like please play better next week. Jared Goff. We just talked about you a lot last oh, week yeah. on the podcast. So please Jared, play better. Jared. Jared Goff did not do well. No. I was going to throw him out of there, but then I was like, no, I got to throw. I got to throw Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold on here because they were two of the hottest names in the offseason. Oh, yeah. And no, they it makes were sense. terrible. Yeah, I mean, comparative to prices, this was obviously worse. Like, Goff barely cost anything. But yeah, just would have been nice to have a good week one. But hopefully next week. By two and a half, Jared Goff, PSA, <laughs> for the price of one Sam Darnold. Yeah. 
Crazy. Crazy, crazy. Well, I, I'd say that week one was pretty wild, actually, like looking at the landscape and who ended up having big performances and stuff. Like like if you walk into the season, if you went up to – like if I, if I posed to the Instagram audience and said, these three quarterbacks will play well – in week one, and these three won't. And I put Lamar Jackson, and let's just put Jags QB, whoever it might be, Dak Prescott. And then I said, these three dudes will play bad, Trubisky, Mayfield, and Darnold. We would probably get a lot of people rioting. I definitely wouldn't believe you. And I, well, I wouldn't believe myself either, but that's how – I'm just saying that's how flipped this was. It's weird. NFL is always weird in the beginning. Yeah. I find it usually uh, – it usually evens itself out. Yeah, just like baseball. Yeah, on baseball, you get a guy. You know, sometimes, sometimes Mike Trout doesn't start out as the best player in the planet, but then inevitably by the end of the year, Mike Twil- Trout will be the best player on the planet. Most consistent happens every happens every year. Consistent player I've ever seen. Yeah, it's insane. Also, a couple of quick baseball side notes: Brewers are going to make the playoffs instead of the Cubs, and also. How crazy has the Astros' last two games been? Have you seen that? Yeah, 36 runs to one given up. Yeah. Stupid. Is that like – are they shoe-ins? Are they so shoe-ins for the World Series? Oh, unless somehow, somehow, the Yankees pitching becomes really good enough to stop that offense, it's going to be Astros-Dodgers. Yeah. Both those offenses are unrelenting. Both those pitching staffs are really good. Uh the Astros bullpen is really good. The Dodgers, not so much. Um, but both the offenses are, you can't, you can't keep them down for seven games. No, there's no way. Impossible. Yeah. Um, as for the Brewers, I really hope they make it. Stupid Cubs call up Nico Horner and he goes like three for four. Yeah. Which is frustrating because I yeah, knew that I, was going to happen. I, I was, I was very disappointed when I saw that, especially because I had just posted that day that, I thought that the Cubs were just really odd that they called him Nico after being hurt for half, more like 80% of the year. Yeah. Uh, injured a ton, barely played any games, barely played any double-A games. And yet here we are yeah. in the majors going three for four in a playoff atmosphere. Yeah. Wow. Against the Padres, granted. Yeah. Uh, how about our boy Trent Clark, who went five for six? Oh, yeah. Home run away from the cycle. Trent Grisham. Every single time I call him Trent Clark. (laughs) Uh, Trent Grisham, formerly known as Trent Clark before he changed his last name. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, does this wrap her up? Week one? Yeah. Otherwise, that is a a wrap on our week one podcast. A couple big games for next week uh, so you guys can get you can get prepped. The Thursday night game is the Buccaneers against Panthers. That should, that should be terrible. Ugh. Which is a long tradition of having absolutely terrible games on Thursday night. And the Bears and Packers game was no different, considering it was 10-3. to 3. Unless you really like defense, then I guess you enjoyed it. Um, <coughs> we have Vikings-Packers next week. Ooh. That should be really fun. Uh I would have said Seahawks-Steelers should be fun, but the Steelers look terrible. Um, we have Saints-Rams. That will be really good. 325 next Sunday or 425 degrees coast or whatever time 
West Coasters do. I don't, you know. Uh, Eagles Falcons, I said, would have said would have been fun, but the Falcons looked absolutely terrible. You got Jets Browns, that should be interesting if for no other reason than to see if both the quarterbacks bounce back. Really just a rough week. Cardinals Ravens, Colts Titans, Jaguars Texans, Cowboys Redskins, Bills Giants, Chiefs Raiders, Bears Broncos, Patriots Dolphins, 49ers Bengals, Chargers Lions. So some big fancy performances I hear. Yeah, but just not not outside yeah. of outside of the Vikings and the Packers and the Saints and the Rams. Yeah. And because of the quarterback, the young quarterback play, the Browns Jets, every other game was just brutal. Yeah, that's not good. Like, why would I want to wear the, watch the Bears Broncos or the Chiefs Raiders, the I, Bills Giants? I mean, Chiefs Raiders. All right, that's that's not as bad. No, no, the Raiders bad. I get that the Raiders are bad. I'm saying that the atmosphere of the game and what's going on and Patrick Mahomes and then you know it's it's not the worst. Sure, if you want to watch Patrick Mahomes light up a team. <laughs> uh, Jaguars, Texans could be interesting. Colts, Titans could be interesting. Otherwise, the rest of it's kind of meh. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, no game to look forward to on Thursday because that game's trash. Everyone look forward to the Vikings-Packers and then immediately after that, the Saints-Rams. And then you can uh, – Turn it off before Sunday Night Football because it's Eagles Falcons and that is that Falcons team is trash. But Carson Wentz. But Carson Wentz. Also, the Browns and Jets isn't even on Sunday. That's on Monday night. So Sunday is really looking bad. Oh, <laughs> brutal, brutal. Well, go Packers. Go Pack. Go, go Brewers. Go Brewers. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. <laughs> go Jayhawks. Les Miles, don't lose the Coastal uh, Carolina again, please and thank you. He lost last week, this weekend? Yeah, Coastal Carolina. <laughs> you should not have brought this up at the end. I'm going to give you crap for this forever. Every, every, every time I see Nate, dude, Les Miles, Jayhawks are going to be so good, top recruiting class, we're going to be so good. Oh, one and one to start the year. While the bad- we'll, be, we'll beat Boston College next week. Do you see the Badgers have started the season 110-0? to zero? Yeah, yeah, it was wild. That game. Uh, Central it. Michigan's trash, anyways. I get it. I get that they're trash, but so is Coastal Carolina. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that, we won't keep anybody any longer on this podcast. They probably all left by now, anyways. Oh yeah. Uh, so, thank you everyone for listening to our Week One recap. Expect another podcast later this week, probably Thursday. Oh, yeah. And then because the NFL season is so conducive to easy recaps, because, uh, you know, you only have 16 games, expect a weekly recap every week yeah. with a little fantasy news, a little card news, and a little uh, interesting NFL news. Oh, yeah. I love it. Love it. All right, guys. Well, we'll talk to you later. Yep. Thank you, guys.